All right, all right, everybody. Happy Friday. We are ending the month of August. We've got a couple weeks of preseason football under our belts here. It's been a while since you heard from us. This is Kyle and Nick. It's the AFC vs. NFC podcast with us boys. My boy, Nick, how are you doing? Yes, sir. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just took an exam today, so I'm feeling kind of stress-free, ready to do this podcast. I think it's going to be a good one. Uh not 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 a lot on the plate, you know, it's preseason. Right. You know, but we still got we still got it good in hand. No, it's been it's been a little while. Life is hectic. It is what it is, you know. This isn't our full-time thing, but you know, who knows? Things start to pick up in the regular season, you know. This could be a little more official than we think it could be. So Yeah. That's always yeah. the I'm end. Now you Bills Mafia, you got to help us out. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get some of those donations y'all be handing out. I want that money. I want that cash <laughs> in my hand. But no, nah, man, no, it's good to be back. I mean, I haven't been able to really talk to anybody about football all too much. I've been able to catch some of the games, but um, just haven't been able to really talk about it. It's exciting now. You know, I just, uh, I'm so excited about football. I actually caved in and bought NFL Game Pass. Do I need it? Probably not. But do I want it? Hell yeah, baby. Absolutely. 110%. Oh, yeah. I got to get NFL Sunday ticket here in the next couple of weeks because nfl's nfl's like the one thing like I, i'm not gonna risk like a, a stream you know just like a random streaming site like i don't want to miss a game right like, I, I gotta watch it i hate those streaming sites because they always like buffer out the worst possible oh always always without fail it's annoying yep well, without, any, without any further ado let's go ahead and just roll into some news i guess right out the gate here we'll talk about Unfortunately, the New York Giants. I had some high praise on them at the beginning of our podcast series here. I claimed them to be division champions, and uh, their their top draft pick is already out for five weeks here. He got a cup block from mm-hmm. uh, you know Thaddeus Moss, whose whose dad is well known by the oh, way. Oh, it was Thaddeus Moss. Yeah, man. Oh, so bad. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, bro. It's just. It's unfortunate uh, for KV on Thibodeau, yeah. but, you know, luckily it's just five weeks. If you think about it, right. he'll come back, you know, like week three in the in, in the regular season, week four maybe. So he's not missing too much, uh, just the month of September more than anything. So that division is, is always kind of tight anyway. So it, it could be a bigger deal than we think, or it could not mm-hmm. be a bigger deal than we think. You just never know what the NFC least. Right. No. And, and it is fortunate because it did look way worse than it actually turned out to be. You know what I mean? And I saw everybody online saying like, oh, that's such a dirty play. But, uh, you know, Mark Schlereth, right? He's a Fox broadcaster. And, right. Um, he he's like a Denver guy. So he he does like local Denver media. So he covers the Broncos a lot. So I see him a lot on my Twitter. But um, he was saying, like, that's a legal play. If it anything, is. like Thibodeau he did not handle that block well and he no. reacted negatively you know what i mean and that's why he put himself in a bad situation and i could kind of see that you know but at the same time it's full speed like you're not thinking oh this block is going to hurt if i land this way yeah but you know for the giants sake too i remember them they have a pretty um easy schedule to start you know and it is only a couple weeks maybe that he'll you know, have to miss. So they play the Titans. They probably weren't going to win that game anyways. Um, 
to start. Then the Panthers, I mean, that's a toss-up. They're a little better with Baker, but yeah, you think those two games, you know, they might not have won them anyways. So not that big a deal. Um, you're you're glad it's only five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I think you're right there with you know, it's a bang bang play, you know. Uh it's hard to kind of see that coming, really, and react mm -hmm. quick enough. I think, you know, with Thibodeau being such a high draft pick, uh, and, and getting the high praise that he's been getting throughout camp, uh, and now playing into these preseason games. This is kind of his welcome to the NFL moment. As as crappy as it is, you're getting hurt. Mm -hmm. Now you have to expect that. And honestly, it's probably better that it happened now than, you know, a little later in his career. Because now it's something he's going to be looking at, looking for. And, you know, when he's healthy again, you know, uh, God willing that he's, you know, fully healed. And this doesn't hurt him too much playing his, in his career. Uh, you know, now now he's got a little bit of, uh, you know, history in his back pocket and he's got more experience and, you know, it's only up from here. You know, that's right. the hope. Right. Try, so, to, try to make a, a negative situation a positive. Right. You know, find right. all the positives. Plus, you know, it happened so early in the preseason and there's still two weeks before the Rams and the Bills even kick off. So, you know, who's to say he's not a little ahead of schedule? If I were the Giants, though, who – are quite frankly a team who should not have Super Bowl aspirations, I would be extra cautious. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I guess, you know, if he's only missing a couple weeks, kind of, you know, see how the team's doing. Obviously, you want him back out there as soon as you can. But if you can, you know. Oh, yeah. If he's not, you know, progressing as quick as they want, you know, it doesn't hurt to sit him up for another week and put him on a game-to-game -game basis, you know? Yeah. Like, this This ain't the Pac-12 no more. You're not paying. You're not playing my boys and see you. Right. Uh this is different. This is the big boys. So it's unfortunate that it happened, but, you know, it's it's only up from here. Uh, in other news, we'll talk about uh, my Vikes here a little bit. Uh, Nick Mullins coming from the Vegas Raiders. He's traded to Minnesota for a conditional seventh-round pick. This is kind of interesting for me. Uh, I was really anxious to see because I knew this preseason would be a battle for second-string quarterback. And... Mm -hmm. Because Kirk Cousins, he's he's our man. That's that's who we're rolling with. Uh, you can call him Mister Mediocre. To me, he's a god. Captain Kirk. Yeah. So um, I'm really anxious to see, you know, who the number two guy will be. And you know, Sean Mannion, he's your he's your he's your veteran. I don't want to say he's a traveler. He's had his time in Minnesota already. Uh, but I've never seen him as the answer. I think he came in and played for us uh, a few seasons ago too, when he had to, and it just—he's the definition of mediocre. When I hear mediocre, I think of Sean Mannion or David Blow. I I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be honest. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Minnesota I, has had some solid backups. I'm not—I mean, uh, Heineke. Heineke Sean. was in Minnesota for a while before he he went out on his own and he had that. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I didn't he had know that. A, there was this distinct game. I think it was a week three or a week four preseason game back when there was four weeks of preseason. And he, we were playing the Niners at home mm -hmm. uh, in U.S. Bank Stadium. That might have been our inaugural season. And he brought us back. And there was a ton of fans in that stadium. He took us on a game-winning drive, two-minute drill. And he, it ended up with him scrambling for a touchdown, diving over the pylon. It was huge. You know, it was amazing. The announcers were going crazy. The crowd was going. It felt like a regular season game. 
Uh, and that's the hype that Taylor Heineke could could provide. That's what I'm looking for in a backup, someone with the heart to win. And Sean Manning just didn't have that. So, and then you look at <laughs> he Alan just Mott. doesn't have the heart. Okay, that's I mean that's not true. That's <laughs> I'm sure he has the heart, but he I don't think I don't see this dude scrambling out of the pocket. Dive. I mean, they're two entirely different players. Oh, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. I don't see him doing any of that either. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you're wearing long, long sleeve jersey, and you have a farmer's tan, <laughs> that's it. <yeah. laughs> you're not winning many games, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Like Peyton. Peyton Manning was the last quarterback who could do that. If you're, if you trot out there. And you look like Case Keenum with those loose sleeves, like your <laughs> arm will fit in there twice. I'm not scared of you as a quarterback at all. You look like you're you're soiling your pants in the pocket. That's what it looks like. Like well, it looks like you're only gonna check the ball down. Yeah, that's it. You know, the only other player that could rock it eh, barely, Sam Bradford, Sammy sleeves. You know, he had oh, the long man. the long sleeves, but the man was tan. He never had any these. These wacky ass tan lines like Sean Mannion. I don't want to dog Sean, Sean Mannion. I'm sorry. Yeah, this I'm is about sorry. Nick Mullins. This is about Nick Mullins. This is you guys. I like Nick <laughs> Mullins. I I like what he did in San Francisco when he played when he was uh, starting there for a little bit when he had to. Uh, it's a good backup for the Raiders. Uh, I was surprised to see them let him go, but Stidham seems to be their backup guy behind Carr. Yeah. So you know this is a really good backup to have on your roster if you're really any any football. Uh, in any football franchise right now. So I like them. I think they're going to keep Mon maybe at third, and they'll probably either put Sean Mannion on the practice squad or cut him. See, are you guys, are you, would you guys keep three quarterbacks on the roster though? Cause I know like Denver is like Russ and a backup and a practice squad. But as far as the 53 goes, for me, when, when I heard that Nick Mullins got traded first off, first thought, I was like, oh, there's Josh McDaniels doing it again because, you know, Jared Stidham. From New England, came with him. That's exactly what he did or tried to do. Um, he wanted Matt Castle, so we traded mm-hmm. away Jay Cutler, and we somehow ended up with Kyle Lord. So <laughs> Josh McDaniels just likes his guy. That was the first thought. But second thought, I was like, are they done with Kellen Mond? Are they just? Are you guys like well, giving up so, on him? So he played well in the first preseason game, really well, I thought, against San Francisco. But then this last game he had, I'm sorry, they played San Francisco this last game. This last game they had against him. Uh, it was a position for them to try to win this game, and this man threw a duck and got picked. Our, uh, Paul Allen, our announcer, they were announcing the game. It was on Skullcast. Oh, and... everybody hates that guy. <laughs> oh, he's a great announcer. Are you kidding me? Everybody's like, oh, no, he threw an interception. Vikings are going to lose. I don't know. He's and the biggest last... fan we have. I love him because he speaks for the fans. That's fair. That's that's a very fan. But most, to be fair, most teams' preseason announcers, I can't stand anyways. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I kind of like it. I like it more now that I'm older. Because as a kid, I was I was very like, you know, I'd like to keep it neutral because, you know, in the kids' world, life has to be fair. Nobody has to be put down. But as an adult now, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of nice to see the bias, you know? You see which teams have announcers that, 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 that really care about the team. And then Paul Allen... Uh, is so in depth with the Vikings organization. He's been there for years, but like this man knows every single player on the team, what they like to do. Like he's so involved, it, it, and it shows in his in his casting, you know. And he does radio, so 
sometimes maybe even this year i might i might just you know pull up the the, the game on the vikings radio listen to it while streaming the game because he's legendary Yeah, no, I I definitely like the dude that Denver has, Dave Logan. I I like his, but as in like outside fan, like I can see how you know you're like eh, I don't really want to. I don't really want to listen to this guy. This preseason for us though, we we've actually had the ESPN cast, so like we're we're kind of their practice, so we haven't really had that issue. Yeah. So I suppose I I just you know getting back to to Kellen Mond a little bit. I, I man I. Because I remember watching him last year in the preseason, and I was like, oh, this this guy's, he's not him. Yeah. He he's he's built like Randall Cunningham, but plays He don't play like him. but plays like Josh Freeman, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Yeah. I, I, this is his second year in the league. I don't know. If he doesn't make a, a good leap, he's got a couple more games left in him. Who knows? Mm. I think I really think they're trying to give Kellen Mond the benefit of the doubt here. But I guess when it comes down to if someone were to go down and get hurt, if both Kirk Cousins and Nick Mullins were to go down and get hurt and you got to bring up somebody from the practice squad, I'd kind of prefer Sean Mannion because he gets the game more. Right now, Kellen Mond still looks like he doesn't know the game yet. Right, like he, 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 he can't tell cover one from cover two, you know. From yeah, yeah. I think that was part of Drew Locke's problem too. Who, by the way, I'm pretty sure is gonna lose that QB battle to Geno Smith. That's So, good for Geno Smith, though. He's getting another chance here. uh, it's not gonna be good for him week one when uh, Denver rolls to town Monday night, but Yeah. it's not gonna be good for Seattle all year. So we'll just Yeah. no. I guess. Another another QB. So the first we talked about a, a guy in New York. Then we talked about some QBs. Now let's talk about another QB in New York. Uh, Zach Wilson. He messed up his knee. Uh, it that one I thought looked really bad because it was non-contact, but you know, luckily it was just a sprain. So, you know, you never want to see that from a guy who. In the second year, you know, the Jets, I mean, they, they had a really good offseason, which is surprising for the Jets. But, you you know, you, you just never want to see a guy like that who, who, you know, might not pan out. But, you know, if he doesn't, you could say, well, it's the knee. He was never the same after the knee. And then it's like a, a preseason risk, you know. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for Zach Wilson. He's he had such high hopes coming into the league. He didn't have a terrible year last year, I guess overall. But you know, he's had he had definitely had some games. Excuse me. Whoa. Definitely had the RVs come back, I guess. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. the double roast beef cheddar. No, 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 no free ads, no free You have advertisements. the meats. <laughs> no, I, I feel bad for Zach Wilson though. Like he, uh, I just I don't want to say he got bad breaks, but just things haven't been going his way. And I mean that's Yeah. just the story of the Jets, you know. But I, I feel bad. Did they say how long he was going to be out? Uh, a couple weeks. I think. I think week one it'll be Flacco Yeah, against the Ravens, which is nuts. that's Because crazy. then you got you got Baker against the Browns, Russ against the Seahawks. So week one is gonna be it's gonna be interesting storyline It is interesting. wise. You got, But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think he's gonna be out that long. I think that's that's the positive light for the Jets right there. You know, that's that's Like, your guy. yeah, both guys in New York dodged it. Yes.
Oh man. Knee injuries though. That's plague in New York. I feel bad. Anything with the leg, the extremities there, you know, you got your oh gosh, I'm not gonna go there. The punter in Buffalo. Yep. You got Thibodeau with the Giants. You got Zach Wilson with the Jets. Tough go for New York teams right now. Yeah. Well yeah, we'll 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 think about New York State. Just just in general. We'll think about all those fans tonight. Yeah, yeah. You're in our thoughts, guys. Yeah. But I guess on a positive light, <clears throat> let's get into some, you know, preseason standouts. I got two guys, you know, from what I've seen, and it's been kind of limited. But another another New York guy, Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati, he's he's been looking like every bit of the top draft pick that they hope for. And why do you feel that way? Bro, you see this? He has, like, no targets. I saw a stat, and he is just – this sounds like 18 um, coverage snaps, zero targets, which is always positive. Like, Games. you know, the, the interceptions are flashy, but, like, if you're bored, that's good. Right. You know what I mean? As a corner. And everything I've watched, he's sticky. Yeah. He's, like, a big – he, he, the, the defensive player of the year might be in New York, and it might not be Thibodeau. Got for you. Me. I think for me, uh, I, I got I really have two two kind of winners here. Uh, I'll start off in the Steel City. I like Kenny Pickett, hometown kid. You know, he's had a little bit of a good amount of playing time, I'd say, uh, so far in the preseason. He's, he's got to prove himself right now, and he hasn't had terrible outings actually at all um i don't know if he's gonna beat out uh god what's his name mitchell trubisky yeah that's that was the thing i was gonna see like is he even gonna start but he looked good though i mean i, I think it's a standout mm -hmm. you know because there's some of these other quarterbacks that were drafted oh that, yeah you, know, you wonder are they really gonna you know pan out the way you expected look in tennessee i mean how's how's old boy doing there from liberty uh He's made a few plays, but he's also made a few boneheaded plays. You know, yeah. Atlanta's done well, but I I really think uh, uh, Kenny Pickett had had a couple good, couple good pre yeah. uh, preseason games to start off. You know what's crazy is my other my other preseason standout was a Steeler. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pickens, yeah, George Pickens, he's looking like wide receiver one and that's crazy because Deontay Johnson's solid Claypool is really good I think slightly overrated but I mean Pickens is he's looking like he could be the offensive rookie of the year mm -hmm. you know I I had mentioned Traylon Burks but I haven't seen anything from him yeah but um... Pickens looks nice like real nice the offense is, is the big question in Pittsburgh you know you're it is. you're Turning of the page in, in, in the in the history books there with Ben Roethlisberger retiring, quarterbacks up in the air. You know, this is definitely a transitional period, but, you know, Mike Tomlin has that streak of winning seasons, and you have to you have yeah. to make sure that that legacy yeah. moves on. So, and their you know, line is still kind of iffy, too. That's, that's another thing about that offense is, like, you know, you can have promising receivers. You know, Najee Harris is a promising guy. Kenny Pickett might be nice, but – if you can't have those guys blocking, keeping them upright, not going to do you any good. I'll tell you what, who ha one team that has a really good line 
and has helped this man become another top performer this preseason. Buffalo. Buffalo has a really good line. Obviously, we know that with what Josh Allen has been able to, you know, to produce with. Um, but right now, there's a new man in town, and his name is James Cook. And he's had a really damn good preseason. Shades of his brother, Dalvin Cook. You know, he looks just like him when he's running on that field when I saw the game. Um, I really like what he's done so far. And I can probably easily see him as the starting running back for the Bills this year. See, I, I kind of thought about that too, but I was watching the Broncos get wrecked the other day. Yeah. And Singletary looked damn good as well. And he started, and oh man, I can't remember who their second running back, Zach Moss. Mm-hmm. He looked good. I'm going to be honest, Denver just got gashed the whole game. We're not playing your starters. But, that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, it. It got to a point where it was like third string on third string, but you know how football is such a momentum sport. Yeah, it was like it was their ones with Josh Allen versus our backups. Their their starting defense played two series, and then it was their starters, but with Case Keenum as quarterback. So you know, still basically like their first team, and it was just oh, it was terrible. Like they were running, Singletary was running. Cook Cook did look smooth as butter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, he could be a guy like maybe sharing with uh, Singletary or Singletary is a little bit older now. So, you know, thinking contract up. Right. Maybe not this year, but in a couple of years, Cook's going to be that guy. And I think, dude, I'm with you. He he was looking really smooth. Very smooth. And I, I just think he's, if he's not going to start then, because you're right, Singletary did look really good in that game against Denver. Um They'll definitely keep him on the roster. I think they're oh, in a part 100%. ways. percent. Yeah, they got a part ways with Duke Johnson. I think at this point, Buffalo. He. Oh yeah. He's I just getting it. up there in age. You know, he's not producing. He's still a good back. I'm sure he could find a spot somewhere else. But you know, right now with what yeah. Buffalo is trying to do, win a Super Bowl, uh, you bring in dynamic players. Uh, mm-hmm. James Cook. He 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 can do anything you want him to. You know, he can he can line up in a quick little slot if you want him to. He's got to be good out of the backfield. Dink and dust. Uh, dink and dunk to him. Uh. Running the ball obviously is his forte too. Shit, I mean this guy is this guy's what you want on your team. No, you know, no offense to Duke Johnson. So those mafia has a good problem on their hands right now when it comes. Oh, it's always a good problem, and then you got to think like, you know, the cap always expands every every off season a little bit. But you know, when you got Diggs, when you got Allen, um, all the defensive uh, pieces that they got, uh, the safeties, Trey White. You're going to want those young backs. And so it seems like running back could be one of those positions where they might budget every year. And so, you know, Singletary's like, "Mm, I think I can get a little bit more money here. And then it's James Cook season. And yeah. yeah. And they they won't skip a beat or they won't miss a beat at all. Because it really looked like they, I mean, they got the ball, they marched down the field. It was literally just like the end of the Chiefs game and like the perfect game they had against the Patriots in the playoffs. Which is why I didn't really overreact to it because the Bills are my Super Bowl pick. You know, my heart wants it to be Denver, but my brain logically is like, Buffalo is outstanding, you know. And they just march down the field. They score whenever they want, how they want. Josh Allen is crazy. Like, they got Gabe Davis. You know about Stephon Diggs. Everybody knows about Stephon Diggs. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that might be my preseason overreaction, too, is like, yo, the Bills are legit. Yeah, they're legit. 
Who all is undefeated in three seasons so far? Shoot, I don't know. I think I think that's so because you know, you know, you know, you know the 08 Lions went four and oh and what what year did Cleveland go 0 and sixteen a couple years ago? That was like sixteen? I think it was sixteen or seventeen. Sixteen or seventeen. I mean, Something like that, maybe fifteen. They won two games in two years. Right. But the year they didn't win any, they were four and on the preseason. So it's like Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, that record could tie into you know overreactions, you know. But yeah, I think yeah. Buffalo is just a surefire thing anyway. So yeah, <clears throat> and you know, it's hard to say that's an overreaction because, like, you know, I had them. We both have them as the number one team this year, anyways. But like, just seeing it, it's like, I, I, what did you have them record wise? Like sixteen and one or something, or fifteen and two? I had them at like fourteen think, and three. Like, I think there were. I think there were 12 or 13 win team I had them. Dude, like they're that might be too low is is what I'm saying. Like that's yeah, I'm scared of Buffalo if I see them in the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs for sure. I can see some slip-ups in the regular season, but the playoffs if you play in Buffalo, that place is cold and they've got the upper hand. They've got the oh, top yeah. back it up. The fan base, they're going to be there. Like it's you're not oh, going to yeah. see any. You're not going to see any away fans in the playoffs in Buffalo at all. No. They just don't. You're going to see. You're going to see more broken tables than away fans. Oh, for, for sure. sure. For sure. If the Bills win the Super Bowl, I will break three tables. <laughs> Why? <laughs> How about that? For all my Bills fans out there, I know there's two for sure. If you're listening and you're hearing this, that's my commitment to you. If you're listening to this, Josh, who? <laughs> I, I I said some harmful some hurtful words to you earlier in this podcast. first episode, our very first episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have my word. I'll break three tables and I'll tag you. You're gonna buy three tables? What are you gonna do? You are you gonna go to like Goodwill and? <laughs> I have one. <laughs> I just need. I mean, two. you only got to get two more. <laughs> well, <laughs> you still got to get three because if you break your table, you got to get another table. Long tables, whatever. Yeah, you're right. I, I eat on TV trays. I'm not even gonna lie. So <laughs> I won't be breaking any tables. Mm. But yeah, man. Sure who who was your last uh preseason standout? You said you had Kenny Pickett and I had Kenny Pickett, James Cook, and on the outside looking in just oh, because right. of the team he's playing for. <clears throat> uh Aiden Hutchinson. I like this guy though. Yeah. From Michigan. Uh, this is his hometown. There's a lot of hometown heroes in this year's draft, you know, and he's, he, he's one of them. I, I like him a lot. Great energy. Uh, he didn't play too much. He played one series, I think in his first, uh, preseason de- debut against, uh, Atlanta, uh, hard knocks did a really good episode on that. We're not plugging anything. I'm not plugging anything. I don't want, I don't, of course I want sponsors. This isn't our daily lions dump. Come on, man. What are you doing? You're flipping the script. Hard Knocks gives a different perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it every season, though. It could be the Cowboys. It could be the Jets. It could be the Falcons. It could be the Bengals. Hard Knocks does a great job. It's good. That's good reality TV. But that's beside the point. Aiden Hutchinson is the real deal. He'll be a starter uh, come week one if he isn't already. Uh, you, know, I kind of want to deviate, but I can't. This is a guy named Rodrigo. If you watch Hard Knocks, you know who I'm talking about. Middle linebacker for the Lions, number 44. The guy is short. He's stout. He's brick. 
and he is fighting to take some veterans positions. He's a rookie. Um, I think where he's go, San, where Diego, San Diego State, I think. Oh, they got some interesting things going down there as we learned today. <laughs> <laughs> well anyways yeah so he's been doing good <laughs> yeah he's been doing all right so um no aiden hutchinson that's who we're talking about he's the man he's my number three uh he had he had uh more playing time in his second game um just a beast on the line quick hands uh he's got speed too i saw him chase down uh marcus mariota who still has wheels himself you know um yeah. He 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 uh beat the he beat the block. It was a designed pass anyway, but it turned into a, a scramble run. Mariota was wheeling left or wheeling right. I kind of caught Aiden Hutchinson off guard. He had to turn around and pursuit uh really fast. And uh, I think it was from the opposite hash, and he got he met him at the line of scrimmage, knocked him out of bounds, and uh, you just don't expect that from a defensive end. You think as a quarterback, if you have wheels too, you're gonna get that angle, but you know. Mm. Aiden Hutchinson hogged him down. I don't know what his 40 was. I, I remember it was fast. You know, these these players are ridiculous. They're like grizzly bears. And um, they've got power. They have speed. They got grit. It's it's scary what this league produces. But, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, is he, he he's my third guy, man. I hate yeah. to give Lions love, but. No, no, no. Sometimes sometimes uh, you, you just got to do it. Um, I'm not going to give any of my division rivals any some love. But. Yeah, I, I I think I just have those two preseason uh, standouts. But all right, so we we were talking about Josh Allen earlier. We brought up the Giants. weren't really talking about Daniel Jones, but you got a little piece of information for me. Yes, Josh so, Allen and Daniel Jones. Let's hear it. So I'm gonna read you some stats here. All right, and you're gonna tell me who's who. All right. <clears throat> I got you. Both of them have 38 career games played. One of them has a 63% completion percentage. That sounded so bad. A 63% completion percentage. Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. And the other has a 60. Okay. Okay. Uh, in terms of pass and rush yards per game, one has 247. The other has 249. Are you are you reading like? So the 247 was with the 63. Are you reading? Correct. Each, correct. Okay. So, okay, yeah. Okay. So, one quarterback has a 63 completion percentage. One quarterback has a 247 uh, pass and rush yards per game. That same quarterback has uh, 45 passing touchdowns and 29 interceptions. And on the flip side, this quarterback, the other one, has a 60 completion percentage, 249 passing and rushing yards per game, and 51 touchdowns and 28 interceptions. What was the touchdowns for the other quarterback? 45 and 29. So there's a six. <clears throat> I mean, that is pretty close. That is pretty close. I'm going to say the one with more touchdowns is Josh Allen. Correct. Correct. And he's got a 23 and 15 career record so far in his first 38 games. The other one is Daniel Jones, and he's got <laughs> a 12 and 25 record. <laughs> okay, that's the big That's the big difference. That's the big stat that I'm going to take a little bit more. Consideration. But what I'm trying to get at here is that these stats similar. Are, they're similar. And they ball. I, I I haven't been one to say that Daniel Jones is horrible. I haven't. I like Danny Dimes. I've um, said it from time to time, but you have not. 
I just think this goes to show that uh, the onus is on the defense here in New York. It just proves that Daniel Jones doesn't necessarily cost the games that he plays. I will say this too. Um, the uh, the Bills they went out and they got Stefan Diggs. Right. right, they were like, we got a guy like we like, but who did they get from the Lions? Slayton? No, Kenny Galladay. Go- oh my gosh, and he has been terrible. Golly, which isn't really like Daniel Jones's fault, but like, oh man, like he has not been good at all. No. Saquon has not been healthy. I just, I just, I don't know. Let me. So I know like they got Dayball now, right? Dayball's the same guy who, right? You know quote-unquote, like, fixed Josh Allen. But this is exactly the trap me and my fellow Broncos fans fell into. We were like, Josh Allen was bad his first two years. Drew Locke was bad his first two years. Drew Locke can be good. No. (laughs) Drew Locke, in his third year, he lost a job to Teddy Two Gloves. Mm. Daniel Jones, I'm not saying he's going to lose a job to Tyrod Taylor, but he might. But it, it, it's a slippery slope because y- you can say Josh Allen did it, but Josh Allen is a different kind of dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 almost like an unfair comparison, an unfair pedestal to put Jones on that. I think the biggest argument you can have for that is who his studs are out wide, you know? And you look at the running back comparison too. Daniel Jones had Saquon Barkley, freaking beast. Then he got hurt, and he hasn't been the same since. Right. You know, we talked about Kenny Galladay. Who else did he have? Sterling Shepard for a little bit. Shepard was okay. Um, he had a uh, Evan Ingram for a little bit, but I think he's on the Jags now. Yeah, I'm really hoping that the Giants utilize uh, Kadarius Tony a little bit more. He's kind of like, uh, you know. He has glimpses of OBJ in a way, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like they they don't have like bad receivers, but they don't have any anybody that I'm scared of or anybody who can break out, win you those possession balls. You you know what I mean? I'm surprised they didn't reach out in this offseason to try to grab a superstar receiver. Maybe they don't have the funds for it, but I don't even know who who was a free agent this summer. Like I can't even remember hardly. Like. I know Julio Jones went to Tampa, which is kind of nuts. They got Gage, Evans, Jones, yeah, uh, Godson when he comes back. Like, yeah, they're stacked at receiver. But, yeah, for New York, I don't know. I don't even remember who all was on the market. I mean, Cooper, they could have traded for Amari Cooper. He would have definitely been their number one. Yeah, they would have had to – that's the thing. If they wanted to pick up a, a stud receiver – they would have had a trade during the draft, and we know yeah. Yeah. defensively focused. And I'm, I mean, the draft they had was good, I think, and I don't think they'd want to change that. But I don't know. I, I still feel like you know one good piece on the perimeter of your offense wouldn't hurt. No, no, definitely, and especially for if we're like strictly talking for Daniel Jones, because you know, there's guys like what if what if Daniel Jones had a Larry Fitzgerald, where like you don't have to necessarily be. You can be 60% accurate or 63% accurate, but for Larry Fitzgerald, that's like an 80, 85%. Like he's going to get that ball, yeah, you man. know? So w- when you do have that receiver, 
who you can trust. It'll make you look better because instead of panicking, making a stupid play, you know, you might throw it to only a spot that your your guy you trust you trust can go grab it. Who knows? Maybe they'll go out and pick up Josh Gordon. <laughs> Maybe. Or Des Bryant. I don't know. Des Bryant? I haven't. He... <laughs> Did he retire? Or retire? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's played in like three years. Played with Baltimore. He did, yeah. Or, yeah, he played with Baltimore, and then, like, the next year he signed with the Saints for, like, three days and then tore his Achilles, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, pretty bad luck. And that Saints team probably would have won the Super Bowl if they had another. Speaking of, Mike Thomas is injured again. Big surprise. Mm-hmm. Big surprise. He hasn't played in two years. Can't play Mike. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts. He, like, broke the single-season reception record and was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with this. Did anybody pick up AJ Green? Uh, he's on the Cardinals still. They, he resigned. Oh, did he? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I forget that they have D Hop, and you know he's going to miss the first six games. But when he comes back, D Hop, Hollywood Brown, yeah, uh, AJ Green, older AJ Green, not the name when you think of AJ Green, but still that like that's a solid three receivers. It is. And they drafted Trey McBride, who was the best tight end in the draft. Yeah. All right. So what? We should uh, look at our post-draft rankings from May. All right. If there's one team you want to move down from, we'll we'll say the top, we'll do the top 16 to move out of the top 16. And then the bottom 16 to move up. So it might be kind of the middle of the pack team. But, or... Or you could just move up anybody that you see fit. <laughs> you're you're in the middle. Excuse me. Okay, so mm, I mean the top teams that we have right now, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, the Rams and the Bengals. I would be okay moving the Bengals down. Oh really? I would. And I'd probably move. But how far, though? That's. Bengals are sitting at four, followed by the Raiders, the Cardinals, the Chiefs. I wouldn't mind flip flopping the Bengals and the Chiefs and keeping the Raiders where they are and the Cardinals where they are. Still like that high on the Raiders? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, guy. (laughs) Come on, dude. They got the worst quarterback in the division. Oh. Ooh, what do you mean? What's ooh? What's ooh? Derek Carr? Is Derek Carr better than Patrick Mahomes? Yes or no? No. Is he better than uh, Justin Herbert? Yes. Yeah. Is he better than Russell Wilson? No. But he's not the worst quarterback in the division. You think it's Herbert? But I mean, but that's the thing. Herbert's not bad either. That's just a stacked division. Well, that's well, yeah. Is. Like, I, obviously, when I say worst, it's very subjective it's very like well you got to realize like the Raiders still are going to win probably nine or ten games at least at least you know what I mean I'm gonna I'm still rocking with my guys Broncos country that's right (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right let's bring up those Colts though I got them at At 10 yeah I'm 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 gonna slide them up to seven here uh eight I'll slide them up to eight I think we're going to make weekly increments with the Colts. 
I'm no, still- I, I think the Colts the Colts will definitely have a good season. I'm kind of comfortable with them at uh, at ten ish, just because looking at the teams in front of them. So I got a team that you're gonna like this one. You're gonna like this. Who I am moving down? Green Bay. And did you hear what Rogers said about basically every receiver? <laughs> what did he say? He was, he was like. These guys, they don't run the right routes. They don't run the routes good. They don't catch the balls. We got a lot of work. He was like, in every way possible, said these guys suck. <laughs> and hmm. So, like, I, dude, it's going to be Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and that's it on that offense making plays. I'm moving Green Bay. I had them as the seventh best team. I'm moving them probably down past – Philadelphia around 15, 14-ish. Wow. I'm, yeah. Green Bay, I'm telling you, dude, this is Minnesota's division. Oh, this yeah. is Captain Kirk's division. You found that purple Kool-Aid and you're sipping it, huh? Uh, dude, I don't even need the, the purple Kool-Aid. I just tried the green Kool-Aid, what they're doing this offseason, and I don't like it. <laughs> that's how that's how it is for me i which is weird because you know i like the i like the kiwi kool-aid the you know what i mean the watermelon kool-aid but no i like that i like that i think uh i think you're thinking right now <laughs> i am thinking all right who 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 are you moving up i got an obvious one looking at you at yours but Ooh. i'll let you go first we're gonna keep where they are you <laughs> do. Um, I'm Pittsburgh, Carolina, easily. They're 25 right now. I wouldn't mind putting them. Jeez, yeah. What was I thinking? Well, they had Sam Darnold. That's true, and Cam Newton. <laughs> no, they didn't even have Cam. They didn't even have Cam. I well, not anymore. But at the time, they yeah. Didn't. I'm back. But <laughs> but no, I think Baker Mayfield makes that big of a difference. And so that's why you Carolina Carolina is making the move from 25. And they're surpassing his old squad, Cleveland. And they're going to be at eight. Just... Okay. That's a seven. That's a yeah. Seven. So, so it's... But you, you, you think they're going to be better than Philadelphia? I don't think they're going to be better than Philadelphia. Yes, and that's probably because I still have resentment against Philly. Dylan oh, Philly, no, no, Philly. I can't. Oh, that's that. Uh, that that NFC chip game. Twenty seventeen. I'll never forget. Yeah, I'll never forget twenty seventeen going going to Philadelphia in that game. Man, we got whooped. Mm. I I think I'll, I'll move Carolina up to. Just a little bit. I have them at 31. Houston, I'm still sticking at 32. But, you know, I- I'll move Carolina up a little bit, maybe up past Chicago, because Chicago looks like a train wreck. Yeah. But I think the team that I was – that I'm I'm going to move forward is uh, probably the Saints. Um, 20 – and I remember doing the schedule show too. Like, I had them winning a lot more. But the 20th-ranked team – I have New England above them, Dallas, uh, Miami, Tennessee. I think they're all better than those teams. Is who you know, I pick to be outside looking in, but I think the Saints are definitely 
probably like sixth seed in the NFC. Definitely making the playoffs. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I can see them, you know, filling in. Uh because I don't I don't think Green Bay will make the playoffs. I'm gonna be real with you. Dude, you picked you're you're staying ten toes, but I mean I'm not gonna be I'm not even gonna be surprised because they got a first place schedule, you know. Let's let's see what their schedule's looking like. I don't even remember. Oh, they're actually in Kansas City tonight. They're right down the road from where I'm at. Tie game, 10-10. Hmm. All right, let's see. Let's see what their schedule's looking like. Yeah, that's a that's a L week one. Minnesota. Uh, that's a win week two, the Bears. That's a L week three. Well, that's a toss-up week four. They'll probably beat the Patriots. Mm, they'll probably beat the Giants. The mm-hmm. Jets. Well, that Giants game, that's in London, bro. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I, so it's not. That's okay. probably the Giants upsetting them. Okay. The Commanders look like a train wreck, and it seems like Carson Wentz is bad. <laughs> Surprisingly, I haven't heard much chatter from the Commanders fan base out here, and I think that's probably the reason why. They're just not going to talk about it. No, dude, did you see that? Did you, I think it was Pat McAfee. He was like, training camps around the league. Everybody's hyped. And there was literally two people at Commander's Camp. Oh. Two fans. They showed like Pittsburgh filled, Denver filled, Green Bay filled, and then Washington, two people. Because everybody like, Daniel oh. Schneider. Get rid of him. Sell the team. Oh, my gosh, dude. I was listening to a, a podcast with Champ Bailey. It was uh, Steve Smith Sr., old Panthers receiver Mm -hmm. and the first thing Dan Snyder did when he basically well not the first thing but one of the first things when he bought the team was like I'm not going to pay Champ Bailey which should have let uh Washington fans know this guy is not going to be good because he I mean Clinton Portis was a promising guy but I would never trade Champ Bailey for Clinton Portis in a million years yeah but and then and then Back to the Packers, you know, they go to the Bills, probably a loss. Lions, I could see an upset. I'm, I wouldn't bet on it. Mm. Yeah. Cowboys could beat them. Titans can beat them. Eagles can beat them. They'll probably still beat the Bears. Rams can beat them. Dolphins can beat them. Are you guys sweeping them? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Get the brooms out, he said. Mm-hmm. The kitchen floor is dirty, he said. There's a lot of pack crap all over the place. Santa well, there's a lot of crumbly cheese or whatever <laughs> they do in Wisconsin. Yeah, no, I, yeah, if, you know, it, it might be like an Aaron Rodgers, he just has like high standards, but from what he said, I am not high on that offense yeah. at all. I, yeah. I see a lot of damage going on for Aaron Rodgers in terms of he's going to have a lot of that. Move the ball down the field. Punching it in could be an issue. I mean, not with the, but I can see them getting into a lot of fourth down scenarios and them going for it in situations that they typically wouldn't just because Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. reading is going to be, you know, hungry to win. Mm-hmm. I fall short for him a few times. You cut out a little bit. I wasn't able to hear that.
Hey, yo, can you, can you hear me? Yo. I'm still there? Dude, I lost you. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I can see you talking, but there's no audio. Jeez, I was getting a phone call, but I didn't pick up. I Maybe that's why. Oh, that's, oh, that has to have been what it was. Mm. We got a blooper. We got, yeah, we got a blooper. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's a good tepping off point. Unless Probably you got good. anything else? No, no, I think that's it, you know. Um, a little bit shorter of a show. We're not going over an hour today. Um, no, this is good. I've got my girlfriend uh, trying to come back from wine night, so maybe, oh. I, maybe I should go, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds like you <laughs> Yeah, you might have to clock in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's probably drinking off uh, Thibodeau's Sorrows here. I feel bad. Yeah, we got to. Poor Giants fans. That Giants fans. Ah. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. No, I'll say I'll say this. We we're definitely gonna have to get a, a week one special going before the season in two weeks for yeah. sure. Let's get some predictions in there. Let's just uh yes, just have some fun. It's gonna be the kickoff, yes, man. Sir. It's gonna be a Thursday Excited. Rams and uh Bills. Bills. Right? That's a good, that's a good game. That's going to be a crazy game. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. But, you know, it was a good time. That's first time in a while. I know we keep saying that the last couple episodes. We've been having, you know, month long mm-hmm. increments, but, you know, sometimes it's for the best. It's good to get back to football. It's good to have my boy mm-hmm. here. Absolutely. Jeez, I'm dropping everything. <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and drop this episode right now. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one.